Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. This morning, we are still going to pray. I want to share on finances. One of the things that the Holy Spirit revealed to me for February is financial dominion. Can somebody even say that financial dominion? If you are awake this morning, say financial dominion. Financial dominion. God wants to raise ministers of finance in his house. Great financial giants. Uh, for kingdom purpose, for family purpose. And you have to accept that and receive it. God is interested in lifting people out of financial hardship into overflow. Psalms 113, uh, I think verse 7. Psalms 113, verse 7. He raises the poor out of the dust and lifts the needy out of the harsh heap. Harsh heap means the lowest level, right? He wants to lift them. So I believe that God is interested in lifting people out of financial troubles, uh, not just for them to manage or just to survive, but that they enter into overflow. Verse 8, he raises up the poor. Come on, lift your hands. Say, God is raising me up financially. Okay, that he may sit him with princes, with the princes of his people. So uh, that is your vision. Whatever level you are, some are at the level of the harsh heap, some are barely surviving, some are doing well, but God wants to move you up to the next level, to the next phase, he, that he may sit him with princes. That is, you are part of those running the systems financial dominion. Our salvation does not exempt us of financial increase. No, it qualifies us of financial dominion. And why financial dominion? First, you cannot give what you don't have. God wants us to promote his kingdom. God wants us to expand his kingdom. We, we are in, on our, in our campus here at the Goodland, you know, we're, we're doing so much projects. And by the way, I, I, I want to welcome our folks in Surulere and in Lekki this morning, Pastor Godswill and the team out there in Surulere, uh, Pastor Jide and the powerful team out there this morning. Let's put our hands together for our online church, um, Canada, United Kingdom, from all over the world. God wants to expand his kingdom. He's been doing that for ages. And he wants to use his people. Many of us remember this man called Joseph of Arimathea, right? When Jesus was crucified and he died, he went to meet the, is it the chief priest or the government and collected the body and then went to bury Jesus in a specialized tomb paid by him. A poor man can't do that. A poor church cannot impact their world. A poor man cannot feed his family effectively. So the enemy would often use financial problems to cripple people's advancement in life. We can't even talk about financial and I mean enthronement and not talk about financial enthronement. I'm not sure we, we can say our enthronement is going to be complete this season without your finances getting better. God is able to, you know, God's covenant is able to produce fruits in any situation. 
climate or country. This is important as we proceed this morning. Genesis, I think 26 from verse 1. Regardless of your nation, regardless of the climate or conditions, God's covenant is able to produce fruits in spite of that. Because prosperity and increase is first a mindset. Your mindset. If you believe because you are black, that's why you will lack, then you will lack. If you believe because you are a Nigerian, you can never prosper, the government is not doing well, your mindset matters. Now I'm saying this morning that from uh, investigation of God's covenant, uh, it supersedes uh, any situation. Because you are not drawing power from your local environment as it were, you are drawing power from the covenant. And that covenant is covenant with God. So in the midst of drought or scarcity, God gives ideas, strategies, wisdom, connections that will always make covenant people prosper. Now look at this. There was a famine in the land. Famine represents uh, economic crisis, whatever you want to call it. There was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. That means these things happen every time. Different generations, they face their own kind of financial woes, depression days, challenges, you know. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Geram, verse 2. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, that's to Isaac, do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Prosperity is a function of God's guiding your steps, not running helter skelter. I've seen people when there's a crisis, oh, let me just go to this country. Let me just leave my country. Let me just change my jobs. If you are going to take steps based on fear, you're going to run into crisis. Isaac was ready to run. God said, calm down. Stay where you are. I will guide your steps. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. It is my prayer that the Holy Ghost will guide your business steps. Will guide your career steps. Will guide your family steps. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your steps this year will be profitable steps. Your decision making process will be profitable decisions. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord will indeed be your guide. Be your shepherd in the name of Jesus Christ. Sustain the land, dwell in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants, I will give all these properties, you know, and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham, your father. He's saying, it's not really about you, Isaac. I made a covenant with your father, Abraham, and based on that commitment, I have to prosper you. I have to bless you. Now verse, um, verse 4, and I will make your descendants, that's your family, your seed, I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven and I will give to your descendants all these lands and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Why? Verse 5, because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes and my laws. It's not because you're in a particular land or a particular discipline. Because of the covenant, I will bless that your telecoms business. I will bless that your IT business. I will bless that your legal business. I will bless that your music ministry. I will bless the labor of your hands. The blessing is like yeast in flour. When it is properly combined under the right temperature, the flour does what swells. That is what the blessing is. It rests on you. It's an anointing. It's a grace. And makes what you have to multiply and increase. So you see, when, when God talked to Abraham, talked to Abraham and Isaac, you hear words, multiplication a lot. Because the blessing multiplies. Curses reduce things. 
Now, verse 12 of the same chapter. So Isaac obeyed God and dwelt in the land and he began to cultivate the land. He began to labor. Then Isaac sold in that land and reaped in the same year. Remember, there was famine in the year. And yet that same year, he had a perfect harvest. I prophesy that this will be our year in Jesus' name. In 2022, as a ministry, as individuals, as families, we will experience maximum yield in the name of Jesus Christ. The covenant will protect our careers, protect our businesses. The covenant will give us perfect returns, perfect profits in the name of Jesus Christ. We will have an Isaac order of year in this ministry, this year in the name of Jesus Christ, the anointed one. There was famine in the land. Look, if he received 30-fold increase, we will say, thank God, there is famine in the land. I got 30-fold increase. But God is not just enough. He's more than enough. He wants to show that I'm beyond the climate. I'm beyond, I'm beyond where you are. I am above. You are drawing from this covenant. He reaped a hundred-fold. Next verse, verse 13 the, the man began to prosper. Can you put your name there? Yinka began to prosper. If you believe in this covenant, Yemi David's began to prosper. In spite of the crisis, I began to prosper and continued what? Prospering. That means that particular year, he had a hundredfold and the next year got better. He kept going, going on and on. Not that um, in 2022 you prosper. And in 2023, all your fortunes go down. God forbid in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't be thinking up and down. I read a book, The Secret. Powerful book. And they said, many people that lose their fortune, that they first thought about it. They're making money, but somewhere in their mind, they believe that, ah, this money is too much. With the crisis all over the place. And they begin to imagine them losing the monies, and the money disappears. Something comes up as a crisis. And then the same people begin to think, no, I must get back. I must get back. And they get back. As you think, so you become. If you believe that uh, some year can be up, some year can be down, you'll be having that kind of graph in your life. But if you believe like Isaac, that I will keep on prospering, that will be your experience in the name of Jesus Christ. You will never have a better last year. I said you will never have a better last year. The man began to prosper. And continued getting better until he became very prosperous. When you're on this frequency, in a time of famine, envy will rise. Next verse. For he had possessions of flocks and possession of herds and a great number of staff. So the Philistines envied him, of course, because they are suffering. Things are not going on well in the land. And then the guy is buying properties. The guy is expanding his business. New areas are opening up. We don't like him. I pray you will experience enviable blessings this year. Uh, that your amen is not enviable enough, sir. So don't be afraid of envy. It's better to be the one they are envy than you be the one. Uh, it's better. How is uncle doing it? How is brother doing it? See now, they said there's a problem in the land. He said he's opening another branch in London. He said they're opening another shop in Abuja. How? how? And if we're begging for money now, he'll be asking us for budget. And with all the money he has, budget, I don't even have to spell it. It's budget, budget, budget. If you call that, it's budget, budget, budget. 
That's how Uncle got rich now. <laughs> so that is God's agenda for the covenant. There's a scripture in Deuteronomy 8, verse 17. Deuteronomy 8, verse 17. So it's this covenant that prospers us. It is this covenant that keeps us not just afloat, but to be enviable in the land. It says, then you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand has gained, have gained me this wealth. But, and, but you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives daily, who gives um, Benga, who gives Yinka, what? Power or ability or wisdom or capacity or favor, all those ingredients together to do what? To get wealth. That he may what? Establish his covenant. Wow. Which is sought to our fathers as it is this day. It is on the platform of that covenant that God wants to give you the enviable blessings. He wants to establish the covenant. That means financial dominion is a function of your covenant work because God wants to establish that covenant in your life. And one of the ways that, um, one of the proof or proofs, which one is correct? One of the evidence that Kola Lasaki is working in the covenant is your financial progress. I'd like you to watch out for that when you look at the covenant. That if you are working in the covenant, it will show in your finances. That's a great place to, to check when it's a vital signs in medicine, you know. You go to the hospital and you want to check your temperature and everything. If you want to check your covenant work, check your finances. All through scriptures, people that work in the covenant, oh, they get other blessings, you know, protection. But one area, you will see financial advancement. And it's clear. He said, and you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power. You could have said power to be married. Or power to pray more. Or whatever. He said, but power to do what? Get wealth that he may establish his covenant. That means the establishment of the covenant will show up in your finances. You will get wealth. You attract resources. Abraham was very rich. Isaac, we just saw Isaac. Oh, we know the story of Jacob. Oh, you remember Joseph himself in the land of Egypt? Though a slave, he became very prosperous. You remember Daniel and many of those scriptural icons. That means poverty, wretchedness, and lack is not God's agenda for covenant people. He wants them prosperous so they can bless the kingdom, so they can bless humanity, so they can take care of their families. It's a mindset. And of course, the nation Israel itself or herself reflects that blessing in their own natural estate. Glory to God. That means we have to learn to walk in the covenant. That is where it is. If you miss it there, there'll be crisis. So I'll just mention a few things and then we pray this morning. In the school of financial dominion, the first thing you must agree to is the fact that your job is not your source. God is my source. That was where I started from. Jeremiah 17, 5. If you worship your job, you're going to have problems with the covenant. If anything you depend on outside God will soon start decaying in your hands. 
thank God for fantastic jobs, business opportunities. God is your source. Thus says the Lord, cursed is the man who, what? Trust in man and makes flesh his strength. Whose heart, what? Departs from the Lord. Verse 6. For it shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the packed places in the wilderness in a salt land which is not inhabited. Verse 7. <laughs> blessed is the man who trusts. That is you now in Jesus' name. Blessed. When you see blessed, increase. Multiplication. Blessed is the man or woman who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. Verse 8. That person will be like a tree planted by the waters which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when the pandemic shows up. Will not fear when the government is a bad government. Will not fear when evil people prevail in the land. But its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought. Nor will stop producing profits and increase. Trusting in God. Never trust in your certificates. I know you have three of them. All those powerful qualifications. Great. Oh, I know you have powerful connections. Amazing. God is your source. Can we say that this morning in this assembly? God is my source. My unfailing source. Endless source. Other ones can fail, isn't it? One party can be in government today, and that one, you know, one particular, I mean, when we were going to school in those days, there are some particular disciplines that they were, people were saying, you know, is the main discipline. You can never hear comedy as part of it. Oh, yes. Or oh, even football. In our time, uh, somebody wants to do football, you know. He wants to be, you want to be, you want to be a medical doctor or a lawyer. There are some disciplines that you don't, if you mention it, it looks like you have failed. But things change. Seasons change. So our source is not the, I, I studied law in school. Or I'm a medical doctor, I will prosper. No. God is my source. He will now begin to use what he wants to use. Your discipline, your connection, if he wants to use that. I'm the pastor of this church, I'm on salary, but the church is not my source. <laughs> uh, the church is not my source. <laughs> God is my source. One guy called me some weeks ago. I would not seen him for like three years. He's not a member of this church. I said, uh, uh, he, ca he called me, just, ah, how are you, pastor? Ah, I, 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 God has been troubling me to give you some things. It's so funny when you hear those things. I said, before you say, how is your family fair? He said, I'm fine, but this has been troubling me. My guy will come from VI and drop some of those things for you. A lot of them. And I said, should I pick from them? He said, no, everything, sir. I felt bad. You know, some blessings you feel like. And you said I should pick three out of the eight. He said, the entire eight is for you. What about these four? Everything, sir. God has been troubling me. I said, are you sure? He said, yes. Now, did you, why you the one that called me, sir? So in case you're angry with me, he's not angry with me. No, because if you depend on man, you are finished. When God uses anyone, you celebrate them. You celebrate them for allowing God to use them. But we are not permitted to trust in them. Anything you turn to an idol, we have problems. In fact, you too, don't turn yourself into an idol on people. The reason some of us suffer that is because we have become idols to people. When they have any need, they don't remember Jesus is Benga. And the moment that transaction goes on for a while, God will start troubling you to help the person. So the moment you notice you are becoming like a God to somebody, watch it. You, you can't, you... Reverend Samadayemi was sharing with us about finances many years ago. He said, 
One day he was checking his records. A lot of money came in. A lot of money. And him and his wife were just checking it. And there was no, nothing left. He was not checking it. Ah, he was giving this person, you know, giving that person, family members especially. And he said, I can't continue like this. So he said, I was praying. God now said, Come, wait first. I am the only El Shaddai. He said, you shall die. He said, he laughed that day. He has never heard it from anywhere. He said, I am El Shaddai. But you shall die. If you continue like this, you will just die. Don't turn yourself into El Shaddai. And he changed his policies. So now, I picked it from him. If you're asking me for money, I will, query, I will ask you questions. You can't be wasting resources. That you're my cousin doesn't mean you qualify for the money. In Yoruba land, when you earn, they feel we're earning together. Show me the scriptures that says that. We didn't earn it together. I earned it by his blessings. If you need from it, you must prove responsibility. And it's in levels. We'll try you with one test. They give you 10,000 naira. You don't even send a text to say, I appreciate it. You do as though your, your phone did not sound. No problem. Like, like you had muzzle poo or phone poo. I didn't hear anything from you. I smile. And after three months, brother, yes. Capital letter, yes. I'm ready for you now. Um, 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 okay. Did you see the 10? I saw it. So what happened? Ah, I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> uh, another brother will give you next. Ingratitude, which is a function of um, what they call the entitlement mentality. When you don't value what God has done, you will start missing it. So God is our source. You depend on him and it begins to open. Let's see this particular verse, Jeremiah 17.5 in ERV. Easy to read version. I'm not saying we should not help people, right? Some of us take this too far. You're calling your cousin. Pastor said today is the end of your story with me. I didn't say that to please. Sometimes what you need to do for people is to also teach them, right? And train them. If I keep giving you money, you keep depending on me. It can't work for both of us. What do you really want to do? Please, because sometimes in church, when they do something, just say, so you don't watch television again. This television is evil. We throw it away. I didn't say that. Look at what ERV says. This is what the Lord says. <laughs> Bad things will happen to those who put their trust where? I was looking at it from KJV. Cursed, you know, is the man. I was understanding. When I said, hey, when you are trusting in people, you are going to have problems. He says, bad things will happen to those who depend on human strength, including your own strength. That is because they have stopped trusting the Lord. Verse 6, hallelujah. They are like a bush, <laughs> bush in a desert where no one lives. It is in a hot, your dryness stops in Jesus' name. Financial dryness stops. It is, it is in bad soil. The, that bush does not know about the good things that God can give. Trusting in yourself, trusting in people puts you in a bad place. Now verse um, 7, but those who trust in the Lord will be blessed. They know that the Lord will do what he says. Verse 8, they will be strong like trees planted near the stream that send out roots to the water. They have nothing to fear when the days get hot, when the economy gets bad. Their leaves are always green. They never worry. Even in the year that has no rain. Amazing. A man is not old until he stops learning. 
when you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness. Achieve greatness.